Roxo Media House. Time na podcaste Fortitude. Excellent. That is the voice of one Dennis Linick. 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 Let, See, I keep Linick. messing it up. Yeah. Linick, Linick, like the air conditioning machine. Welcome to Fortitude, yeah, Dennis Linick. Uh, this is the Clyburn series. We are Fortitude, Brenton Payne, J.W. Wilson, brought to you by Captex Bank, a bank that's local and great, but you probably never heard of, I'm guessing, from no. where you come from. Uh, you're 26 years old yeah. from Belarus. Beautiful Belarus, and you've been here for the Van Clyburn competition. Right. Heard you play; it was magnificent. So, welcome to the show, my friend. Tell us how music and piano specifically came into your life, and what age. Uh, so, first of all, I'm glad to be here. Um, thanks for the question. I was six years old when my mother brought me to a local musical school, so nobody actually asked me uh, because <laughs> I was just a, a small, stupid kid, um, and uh, that's how. I was in a musical school, so I started playing piano. We didn't have an instrument at home, uh, so I would touch the instrument only in the school when I have lessons. Um, and it was going well, apparently, because one, two years later, I was kind of noticed by a honored uh, teacher of Belarus, and she invited me to study in her class in Minsk. Minsk. Uh, so, yeah, initially I'm not from Minsk. I'm from a small town 70 kilometers from Minsk. What's the name? Uh, Marina Gorka. That's, okay. that's my hometown. Um, they get it. What is your town known for? Anything? Did they produce anything or any? So they they produce. They make really good ice cream. Oh really? And bread and chips. They got a bunch of cows or something, or is it like dairy farms? Never, never saw a cow there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but ice uh, cream, bread, and chips. Perfect. It's, it's called Gosha ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. I was invited to study in a class of honored uh, teacher, piano teacher of Belarus, Sergeyevska Tatiana Yurovna. Mm -hmm. She was teaching in Minsk, so I had to move to Minsk to study in her class. So since I was eight years old, I was living in Minsk, kind of wow. far from my family. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was a dormitory uh, for kids with uh, women who were supposed to take care of us instead of our parents. And since I was eight uh, years old, I would go home once a week for a weekend. So since then, I was surrounded just by music. Yeah. Time. Did you enjoy these times, or was it, it just, was it, were they, they pushing you hard? Is it, Was it something you loved? Oh, they were pushing hard, because when I was nine years old, I think it was the busiest time of my life. Really? Uh, because we had all the subjects combined. Mm -hmm. and, oh, uh, yeah. So we would have all the languages, literatures, math, um, uh, physics combined with solfege, a theory of music, uh, piano lessons. So I would start at eight and end the day at six in the evening mm -hmm. with no breaks. And then you have to practice. And that was my nine years old. Uh, Golly. Uh, How many hours uh, a day practice? Yeah, that's another story. I was, luckily enough, I was pretty talented for a kid. So the stuff for kids was going pretty easy for me. So I didn't mm -hmm. have to practice much. Yeah. Um, we had some hours that were supposed to be our practicing hours. They were written in the schedule. Uh, they were called, uh, yeah, practicing hours. Uh, no, mm -hmm. like hours of music, something like that. Yeah. 
but uh, I was doing everything in order to avoid practicing, actually. So, <laughs> because I was still a kid, right? Like most kids, I think, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I was playing football. I hear you call it soccer, soccer but it's yes. a football. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Dennis. We're okay. <laughs> we understand. Yeah. So we were playing. Um, I don't know how you call it here. Things you would hit on the something they would flip. Oh. It's for kids. I don't know. Oh yeah, like um, where it goes down on the ground and it bounces up. Yeah, kind of. And if it if it flips, if it makes a turn, then you win. If, if we do that with wine corks. But oh yeah, I don't think that's the same. Quarters. Game yeah, I think it's called quarters. Is a drinking game. Uh, yeah, I guess it's not this one because yeah. we're still <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're still little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but so even with the musical instruments, we would do whatever just to, uh, in order to avoid practicing. For example, when I was yeah. a kid. Other kids would come to my room and I would improvise some nonsense, kind of uh, inf- uh, inventing some story, uh, yeah. some strange story. People would, I mean, kids would love it and laugh it, uh, laugh about it. Yeah. Um, so this kind of stuff. Well, so do you think that, you know, when you said that you were able to um, uh, not practice as much because you had the talent to do so, and, and yeah. I, you didn't say it that way. I mean, I'm kind of putting that, you're not bragging, so don't mm. take. But do you think that was because of your ear, you could hear it differently, or you were able to almost have a memorization, like a photographic memory, where you could, you could uh, do no, that out? Not this one. Um, so first of all, I'm lucky to have an how you call it here, absolute pitch, mm-hmm. uh, which helps a lot when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, so for example, all the theory lessons or solfege where they try to distinguish the intervals, or they learn how to get what node it is and yeah. they invent some ways to compare to relate i mm-hmm. just hear the note so I so i could say invest. a note right now i could just hum a note and you would know what pit, what yeah, note it is yeah mm. it's it's a bad g don't <laughs> drop then drop into that the, was bad i was yeah. thinking the same thing that's just a bad well but g. i want people at home who watch to like get out their little whatever the app is and just see that it would be a G like that. But that, that was a very good. stressful moment because normally if something is out of tune, yeah, a beat, so, you know, like, for example, a note is an A is 440, yep. let's say 440 hertz. And if it's 437, for example, yeah, then I'm lost. Oh, like, seriously? I, I can call it B flat, D, whatever. Oh, no kidding? It's got to be at 440 perfect pitch? No, I'm, try- I'm trying to develop in this yeah. direction because also... You know, when you try to play old instruments, like uh, historical instruments, mm-hmm. they have all kinds of tuning. Yeah. So you really have to um, learn how to relate. Um, and um, so I moved to Basel, uh, to Hochschule for Music, and they have this um, theory music lessons where they would uh, ask one by one uh, students to sing something, and then some of them obviously would be out of tune mm-hmm. but that's not the point so i would be super stressed and i say no that's the wrong note this is the wrong and she says i don't care build a build a fifth from this note oh, wow. yeah and it would kill me yeah because yeah i'm not used to that Gee. yeah dennis so in 2017 you moved to switzerland uh right right and then that's that's in from there you continued your education you're performing you released a cd uh mm-hmm. on the classical label K&S in 2022 so this year you have a cd come out uh, you're a soloist, a recitalist, a chamber collaborator, lots of things. Does this sound all correct? That sounds cool, you do, actually. You, <laughs> yes, it sounds very it's big cool. big time, huh? You've, you've <laughs> played uh, around the world, I take it, right? 
Where are some places yeah, more, that you've, you've more around Europe? I would say uh, Europe. Where are some places that have made an uh, impact on you that you've enjoyed? Actually, I loved playing in every country. It's every always country? a very different experience. So, from recent kind of insights, um, I played a concert in France, in a small town. I don't even remember how it's called. Grande Motte, La Grande Motte, I think. Yeah. And so it's a small touristic town, but um, so there was a concert. And there was a huge, quite huge for Europe hall with a, with very nice lights, with lots of public uh, coming to the concert and with a very nice new Fazioli piano, grand piano. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was fascinating to see the difference between... Uh, Forgive uh, that ice noise from my partner drinking. It's all right. Sorry, I'm very thirsty. It's, yeah, it's the dust that you guys all brought when you <laughs> came in for the competition. No, just kidding. <laughs> Or from my age, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's always fascinating to see the differences. Surely, uh, in different countries, how they treat concerts. Also, states. Obviously, it's so different here. Yeah. Right. Um, so about France and Switzerland. That in France, maybe they do less concerts than in Switzerland because in Switzerland you can play in every salon, every uh, yeah, every second house can have a house concert. Mm-hmm. So you would play for fifteen people, for forty, hundred. It's all great. In France, if they do a concert, they do it like for at least 300, 400 people. It's a serious. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's nice. To what about America? Observe. What's your experience here? I mean, did, did the Americans like, oh, that's great, guys playing a piano, keep moving, you know? Or is it that, is um, it, where so does it fit in that? Actually, so why, why it was super stressful for me to play the first round here? Uh, because uh, it was my first time performing in the States. So, the whole experience of me performing in the States is from the Clyburn. Mm. And I guess Clyburn is kind of a very, very, very good example of what classical music is, mm-hmm. not only in the States, but in Europe, right? So people are really excited more than they normally are. Yeah. Uh, the pianos are better than um, they normally are. The halls are incredible. Um, so for me, coming from Switzerland, which is a small country, mm-hmm. has such a beautiful variety of everything languages cultures uh even religions um in such small uh territory they also have smaller everything so smaller holes um, yeah and so when i saw the tcu hall where we played first two rounds i thought it's huge it's huge beautiful inspiring but like this uh balcons from both sides mm-hmm. intimidating were, so van Clyburn hall made, also, it, made an impression on you for sure you you enjoyed it very much TCU. Yes. I loved it. Mm-hmm. But loved it's it, in- but intimidating. It's scary. I I was expecting it to be scary for me when I was on the stage, but that's good news for me because I was actually very inspired playing there oh, good. by the size because also there are differences. There can be a small chamber music hall where you can actually see the eyes of every everyone yeah. in the public. So you mm-hmm. feel responsible yeah. for delivering to each of them. And in this kind of hall, you... So I saw only my host because he was very closely sitting always in TCU. And then I have no idea who is in the hall and how how are their faces, if they're excited or bored. Whatever. Yeah. So I didn't feel this pressure and I felt inspired. Yeah, you know. Dennis, who were your hosts for this for the week time you're here? Uh, so there was one guy. Yeah, okay. His name is Matt Lonigan. How, good good experience? Up, uh, uh, fabulous. I don't know. He's just an amazing Did guy and he was doing... All his best to make me actually feel comfortable and happy here. Good. 
and he invested all his time and thoughts for me. Barbecue and Tex-Mex, same. So we or had different. We had lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we had also some barbecue, but uh, he brought it to the house, so I don't know where from. Yeah. But it was very very good. Any fa- good. any favorite foods you've had here, or favorite experiences aside from the competition? So the barbecue was really good. Yeah. Um, we heard there was a borscht dish at the Wilson house that was filled didn't with beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> we, we didn't have any left. Borscht? Borscht. Oh, it's, it's good. It's good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it was lovely. Um, but you've had you've had some other experiences outside the competition, you said? Oh, too many. Um, I went to, we went to Austin to the um, jazz club, uh, Pat Patrick Jazz Club. Very, very, very nice. Very fancy, very... Nicely done, also sound wise yeah. and picture. So Did they show you Sixth Street? I assume. Oh, sure. Oh, I mean, Lord. Yeah. I'm glad you made <laughs> it that, back safe. That was Friday evening. That mm-hmm. was Friday evening. Oh yeah. So, so loud. Yeah. But uh, nice experience. What about your uh, your knees? I see some injuries on your legs. Where did you get those? <laughs> now you can also see some of them on my. Uh oh. From the coveted hands. Yes. Yeah. And, and what was that experience? Hands. That was my second attempt to. How do you say? Yeah, to to ride the mechanical bull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, really? Yes. Oh yeah. Do tell. I was really good at that. I think so. Whereas fifty seconds is what you said. I think the first oh. one was fifty seconds. The first so first time I went there, and some people just uh, told me on my way to the bull. Yeah. Uh, that normally uh, the guys do it with one uh, with one hand uh, with mm-hmm. another hand to kind of balance. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did for the first time. And then I realized while doing that that it doesn't really help. So it's just for showing off, apparently. <laughs> waving uh, your friends. Yeah, and at some point, because of that, I, st- I, I moved too close towards the head. So it was not really convenient. Oh so I decided to fall down. Then I felt disappointed because I could have done it better. Mm, so you I said, say. okay, guys, I, I need to do it for the second time. Uh, because I knew that with two hands it would be more Was convenient. this at Billy Bob's <clears throat> by chance? No, no, Stockyard. No, in the North 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 somewhere. And you sure Matt had your best interest at heart? Because that doesn't sound like something I would have a performer be yeah. doing that sounds like a dangerous activity. <laughs> We've no, lived here wait. our whole lives. So We've first, never ridden a mechanical bull, I don't think. And you, you come you here should, for three weeks. And I, we, I, I have a video I can show you. You have a connection to one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I was already out of the competition. Okay. So, why, why, so the why second time? The second time I felt super motivated to do longer and better. Yeah. And I looked confident because I knew now I'm going to look. <laughs> yes. to, uh, now I'm going to use two hands. So I sat down on the bull, and the guy pulled the full speed. I, I guess, uh, put, put you classic know, move. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I didn't know this bull has different speeds. So <laughs> that the the second one is this one. Yeah. Was quite crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to fall really early, but I didn't want to fall with my head over the uh, horns. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Right. We're gonna be careful. So I I had to hold on it a bit longer in order to find a better opportunity mm-hmm. to fall. Can, can we share this video of you riding the bull? That'd be lovely. Sure. Are you comfortable enough to let people see this? <laughs> sure. You, you yeah. mean now? No, no, we'll do it, no, we'll do it on yeah, the show yeah. for sure. Okay, <laughs> wait. I told them this. You will tell me what to do, right? Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait so what, what do I do? One. Alright, hold on to that rope. Yeah, hold on, hold on to that rope. What, what hand? Yeah, hold on to it. 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 H
get a chiropractor which is a back doctor here in the states as a new sponsor i think as a result yes, of your bull indeed, so indeed. thank you Dennis. you're gonna play a piece for us for for about five minutes or less what, what piece are we playing uh so it's gonna be a johannes brahms uh, intermezzo number two in a major um, lovely lovely yeah, 440 right a major 440 don't you can't go off the hertz i don't know what's guess. what's that in states so no, in it's Germany, the same. it's 440. It's hurt, they like hurts. But he had to get the piano tuned, so it's a good thing that he didn't. He did because if he didn't, you might have you might get lost <laughs> in there. What languages do you speak, Dennis? Uh, so Belarusian, Russian, English, German. German, beautiful. What's the difference between Belarusian and Russian? How? What's sim- the difference? Yes, if you mind me asking, I have. I mean, is <laughs> well, it it's significant different, different languages. Yeah, right. They're, yeah. They're, totally, they're, it's like not just a dialect, not like not just kind of a. No, you know, like even so, for example. Italians, they can understand Spanish people. Yes. More than 50%. Yeah. So I would say the Russians, they would understand Belarusian for 50%. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you some can get other by. words, other words, no chance. Yeah. And there's a table uh, with some words which are pretty close uh, between uh, Belarus, Poland, Slovenia, Czech. Yeah. Or uh, whatever. Yeah. And then in Russian, it's super different. So. You know, a guy pointed that out to me in uh, Spanish because he's like saying, you like tires. And I was like, no, I, I mean, I, I got tires on the car. But then he referred it to tired, being tired, like sleepy, like uh-huh. we are here. I mean, they they mm-hmm. have no meaning the, the same, you know, it's just yeah. crazy. It's like same thing. Dennis, I think just yeah. some words, they just wouldn't have any idea. Yeah, what it yeah. Is. Uh, thank you for being here. We're, we're, gl- we're grateful for your time. What's Before we go, in your whole life, do you have a best day of your whole life you could share with us? It's a tough question. We ask our guests that question typically. It's a tough question. Not when uh, you were nine years old doing all those studies and things like that. You know, actually, when I was nine years old, I that was my first time in the States. And I spent 45 days in the States in Florida, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, so we went to Disneyland and uh, lots of stuff. But I think the really fascinating one uh, was when we were on the boat, a boat next to Miami, and we were diving. Yeah. Uh, with the things. Yeah. Oh, scuba, scuba diving. diving. Yeah. Uh, what? Did you go scuba diving? I don't know how it's called. Or yeah, snor- with the tank. With, with the, the tank. tank. Yeah, yeah tank. scuba diving. Yeah. Yeah. Very and nice. I think there were some. Um, how do you call it? Reefs, coral reefs. Is mm-hmm. there, is Sounds there like you, you had some good training to do this. Usually people train for this, but that's okay. So there was some guy who was who would rescue Taking me. Care of you. Okay. Yeah, and then <laughs> I saw many be- beautiful fish. Yeah. and uh, corals. It was amazing for a kid. Actually. I would say so. That's awesome. How can people find you, Dennis? Online. Uh, uh so I have a webpage, dennislinic.com or Instagram, if you want to check my photos beautiful. from four years ago. Yeah. Uh, and the YouTube channel also just write Dennis Linick. Okay. Dennis Linick, thank you very much. Join us on Fortitude. Thank you, Captex Bank, the, the Clyburn Series. We appreciate your time. Thank Thanks, you. Dennis. Great job.